Hey, today we got a great message on overcoming confusion. Come on back when we're done. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to this great Sunday. Don't let the rain fool you. God is still in control. So what I want you to do is come on, stand up with me. Um, and I just want to welcome everybody in. I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor here at Impact Fellowship. Right now, we're going to get started. Um, I just want you to just stand up and, and just give somebody a hug and say good morning. That's right. Come on. Now you've got to cross the aisles. You can't just sit in your seat. I'm expecting great things. You know, I am really encouraged by the uh, singing one because I believe that God is going to do a great thing in all of us. And then two, did you see all of the new faces who were here singing this morning? God is going to do something great. You know, I was I was watching them uh, rehearse earlier uh, this morning, and I was thinking of Lauren when. Uh, uh, when we first got started back in 2013. Oh, okay. She's scared. Amen. I was thinking about Lord. Hey, God bless you. Yeah, they see you on TV. Yeah, come on. Come on. Who wants to? Come on. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. See, you know, it's a great thing when you can just hug, hug your pastor. Go ahead and yes. sit down. But I was thinking about Lauren back in 2013. Now, Lauren is currently in Germany, um, and she is with us in service. Um, and she has a daughter now. So think about it. In 2013, she was sitting in the seats where you are now. But this is the growth of God. Or this is the legacy that God is, is uh, giving us that we are still yet connected. Amen. And now she has a baby who loves praise and worship, who loves praise and worship uh, just like her mother did. And now she's watching you and you are ministering to somebody else. So for that, I just give God a hand praise. And I am very thankful for what he is doing. Let me just give you a, a, a brief testimony here. Um, last week, we had a, a good time in service, amen? Um, and I was really excited about it. And a few hours after that, I got a call that my sister-in-law passed away. And we flew down to uh, from Georgia to uh, be with my uh, brother and his, his family. Um, but here it is. Um, I'm expecting God to do something. Great things. I'm expecting God to do great things in that family, because um, understand that when death comes, we are always surprised by it. But God is not surprised. And because God is not surprised, he has already given provisions for what will be needed. So I'm going to just declare right now um, that God is going to do a great thing for that family. Amen? Amen. You know, uh, I also traveled um, with my with my wife, Dr. Sarah, this week. Um, she was at a conference in uh, Nevada, and whoo, we got back last night around 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So I'm going to be brief this morning, but I want to I want to teach something um, to you guys um, because now you're at a, a point. Um, all of you, even those who are watching, you're at a point now where we're going to grow in God. Um, spiritual maturity. Somebody say spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity comes when we get understanding 
about the things we go through day to day. Glory to God. You know, there are two events that happens in all families. I don't care where you come from that seems to bring about um, uh, anxiety. Do you know what those events are? Weddings and funerals. Weddings and funerals have a way of bringing about anxieties in families or uh, uncovering some issues that we might have had with some cousins way back when. But I, I believe that God wants to teach us something here. So I want you to turn with me to the book of, let's do 1 Corinthians. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter. Amen. I, I see uh, Marissa's here with us from uh, Pittsburgh. Glory. Good to see you. I am glad that you are here with us. Oh, my mother was able to get in. My mother's in South Carolina, and she traveled back to South Carolina to um, not having power. Hurricane Ian kind of made a left turn and came back inland, and as a result, um, she lost power. So we're going to believe God um, to do something there. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm going to stay there for a second. I just, I just want to sh share something with you. Um, last week, we had talked about um, who's, the, who's the church, right? Who did we say um, the church was? I am. We, I am. I am the a church. Everybody raise your hand. I am the church. I am the church. And so what happens when the, a church prays? What happens when we come together collectively as a body and pray? What happens? You remember that? Things change. So when we were able to learn that when the body comes together, when the church comes together and prays, things are able to change. And so I want you to be encouraged that as you get together with each other, and as we come together collectively on issues, on topics, we have to expect God to move. Remember, I'm expecting great things. And so as we expect God to, to move, on our behalf, or as we come together collectively and say, God, this is the issue we're expecting him to move. Okay, come on, we gotta go. 14th chapter, uh, yeah, 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians, verse 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Somebody say peace. Peace. As in all the churches of the saints. That's, and we're going to end right there. I'm just going to do that one. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, you, as in all the churches of the saints. And I just want to preach from this topic, yes. overcoming confusion by avoidance. By avoidance. Overcoming confusion by avoidance. Um, this is going to be very important. Now, remember, I, I, I just gave you two um, events in families that bring about um, anxiety or confusion, and that is weddings and funerals. And what happens, why does this happen? Because collectively, as a family, we come together um, to celebrate. We come together to celebrate the union. We come, to get, we come together to celebrate the, the life, and as a result, there's some issues that always seem to come up. There are some things that seem to resurrect um, in this coming together, um, and it's called confusion. Okay, well, understanding that confusion, is the, the spirit of confusion, has been released by the enemy. 
to deceive the people of God and to confuse the world. And it is effectively doing just that. Hallelujah. We know we now have people that are not able to differentiate between the truth and lies. Often fighting the truth thinking it is a lie. Uh, and accept lies believing that they are true. I want to show you something. Um, 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 3 says this. Now the Spirit speaketh expressively that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and in in hypocrisy. Say that again. Hypocrisy. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving from them which believe and know the truth. Why is this important? It's because if you can take something that God has already blessed, and I, I, I picked this scripture for um, as a, an example, because now as we learn things um, that uh, about different foods, oftentimes we want to tell people, you shouldn't eat that. Well, understand this, that God has blessed these things, and he's saying, you know, listen, this is what's going to happen later on. They're going to bring about confusion. So wait, wait a minute, Pastor, are you saying that everything is good? I'm saying, what does the Scripture say? The Scripture says that even in the last days, Forbidding people to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving to them which believe and know the truth. In other words, let me just share this. Things in moderation will be good for you. Now, if I only did things uh, um, all the time, or if I only ate one thing, I mean, there was a a um, documentary that came out years ago where a guy ate McDonald's every day. Amen. And, and when he ate the McDonald's meal every day, all of a sudden he had medical issues. All of a sudden he had, uh, uh, he gained a lot of weight, glory to God. What, does that say that McDonald's food is not good? I did not say that. I, I go to McDonald's myself. I, I go every now and again. <laughs> but when you eat things in excess, then it becomes too much. But things in moderation works. Okay, let's move on. Let me establish something else. To be confused is to be perplexed or bewildered. It is to make unclear or or an indistinction, or to fail to distinguish between two separate things. One of the worst things that can happen to a person is to be confused. Why? Being confused is to be indecisive. Somebody say, I don't know. It means to be indecisive. You know, like, oh, and it doesn't feel good to be indecisive. It doesn't feel good to be torn between some things. But understand that confusion does just that to us. It takes us and puts us in a place of, uh, well, uh, uh, and then we become annoying to ourselves. <laughs> Have you ever been annoying to yourself where, you know, it's like, will you just stop, you know, just sit down, or 
But that's what happens when we become indecisive. That's what happens when we have all of these choices and we become confused. Well, if I do that, then just move on. I'm going to show you something else. Malachi, the third chapter, says this. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and to those who do not. The distinction between the righteous and the wicked is getting harder and harder to tell. Why? Because the spirit of confusion is operating around us today. It is a time to break this chain of confusion before we find ourselves on the wrong side, um, rather uh, uh, than on the side where God prefers us to be in our church and in our families. Confusion comes from the devil. Let us be clear. Confusion comes from the devil. Hallelujah. The Bible gives us a description of devilish wisdom and tells us the kind of wisdom that, uh, that does not come from God. Why is that important? Because um, the, the enemy wants to divide you. And if he can divide you by confusion, then he is already on that path for destruction of you. Hallelujah. Um, why is it, can I get to share one more thing before we move on? There is something about being able to understand um, what it is that God is saying versus what the enemy is doing. Why is this important? Because of the calling that's on your life. The enemy wants to keep you confused so that you are delayed or you never arrive to the place where God is trying to take you. That's why you find that, can I go there? Yeah, I'll go. That's why you find that those people that, that, that you hang around, those people that you become connected to, if, if they are in a confused state, hallelujah, and some people like confusion. Okay, let me give you an example. Sometimes we are entertained by confusion. Somebody say amen. We are entertained by confusion. Well, what are you talking about? Have you ever watched those um, Hollywood wives story? Or no, no, the, the real wives, of real housewives? Okay, it's supposed to be entertainment, amen? And it can be entertaining. If you understand that confusion can be funny. Confusion can be entertaining. But if you're not careful, remember we talked about um, eating of the, the McDonald's every day? If you consume this thing on a regular basis, you will become confused. The same thing that entertains us, if not done in moderation, will end up consuming us. Amen. I'm in the right place here. Uh, uh, confusion comes from um, the uh, devil. Okay, the Bible gives us a description of devilish wisdom, and that's found in James, the third chapter, uh, around verse 13. I'm, I think I'm going to read this. Who is a wise man and endowed with knowledge among you? Let him show out of good conversation with his works, with meekness and wisdom. Mm. Verse 14. But if you have a bitter envying strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Verse 15. The wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envy, where envy and strife is, there is confusion. Somebody say confusion. confusion. 
and evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is, pure, is first pure, then peaceable, then gentle, and easy to be entreated or easy to be consumed, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in the peace of them that make peace. What are you talking about? So this scripture, um, James is breaking down that one, that uh, a confusion is of the enemy. That is the, the, the devil's wisdom. And then he's showing the uh, complete opposite of, of what godly wisdom is, and that is peace. Somebody say peace. You have to protect your peace. Let me give you an example. Confusion will, will come. Normally, um, somebody, you know, sometimes we can offend unintentionally. Amen? I'm going to give you an example. Let me know if you have ever said this. No, what I said was, Anybody ever, anybody ever said that phrase? No, what I said was, so when we say things like that, somebody didn't catch what we were saying. Amen? Mm -hmm. And so, instead of saying, okay, I'm sorry, or I apologize, we want to defend that thing. We want, so here it is. Even if um, what you were saying was correct, Confusion has, has come in because the person that you were speaking to has been offended. Stay with me. I'm, I'm going someplace. Right. Um, now, what you should do when that comes up, instead of defending yourself, just say, I'm sorry. And move on. Well, wait a minute, Pastor. I didn't do anything. So I'm not just uh, apologizing because, see, that always comes in to, um, can I go back to the family? That always come into them cousins. That always come into to, to, to them sisters and, and, and those brothers. Why is this important? Because sometimes we mean to do a good thing. But in our wanting to do a good thing, we end up hurting somebody's feelings or offending them. But I was speaking the truth. <laughs> but they were hurt by it. In other words, they, were, they didn't receive your truth. They didn't receive what you were giving them. And as a result, they're now offended. So here comes the confusion. The confusion comes when you begin to, to, to try to argue or to, to try to debate or try to show that, no, I meant this. No, I meant that. But they can't receive it. All they know is that my feelings are hurt. So here it comes. Well, how, so how do I protect my peace? By humbling yourself. And just say, hey, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. And somebody say, walk away. Walk away. The one thing that, that causes the a church to stay in that place of confusion is we want to defend. We want to fight. Now, let's be honest. Most of us uh, came from a, a, a place of fighting or defending ourselves. Because one, I don't want to look like I am weak. Uh, in front of anybody. So I'm not going to humble myself. Mainly if there's people around. Oh, if there's people around. No, what I said was, no, I don't know why you're taking it this way. 
No, I don't understand this. What? How about this? I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. And somebody said, walk away. See, the walk away is, the, is what's important. Because if you don't walk, you will stay in that place and confusion will come. The person is not receiving anything else from you. But you don't understand something, Pastor. If I walk, then I look weak. The scripture says, let the weak say I'm strong. <laughs> Why is that important? If you don't know who you are, the enemy will always win. I don't have to fight with anybody. Scripture says, if, if they don't receive you, then shake the dust off your sandals. What does that mean? In other words, if, they don't un if they're not taking what you're saying, stop talking. One more example, then we're going to move on. I make a, a, a cake. I was up all night long making this cake. This cake is going to be a blessing. I take the cake and give it to the person that I want to bless. Here, I got this cake for you. Stayed up all night long and made it. And they say, I don't eat cake. Somebody say, well, what do I say now? Okay, but oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. And here it comes, walk away. See, you have more strength in your walk away than your show up. Many times you look like this, well, I done got dressed, I done did my hair, I done put on my new jeans, and, you know, I'm going to show up. But sometimes when we show up, we're not being received, so we just have to walk away. Come on, I know I'm talking to somebody here. Let's move on to the next one. Spiritual confusion arises either because we have a truth and the devil is trying to rob us of it, or we have a, but we are believing a lie and the Holy Spirit is trying to show us his truth about the matter. In order to know which one it is, we must first submit to the Lord and ask him to show us if we have been deceived. Then we must willingly and totally turn from all aspects of the confusion source. is that something that everything uh, is contingent upon us? Most of the time, um, things are written right there. Most of the time, things are right in front of us, but we choose to stay in that place of confusion. Either I want to defend my position, or I want to defend God. Let me show you something. God don't need you to, de to defend him. He's got this. Look at your neighbor and say, he got this. He's got this. And if, if that person is not being turned, or their heart is not being turned, then God will deal with that. He don't need me to fight for him. He, don't, he just needs me to, to, to show up. And if they receive me, great. To God be the glory. Somebody say, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. If they don't, what are we going to do? Walk away. God is trying to show, something, show us something here. We must take the position that whatever God reveals, we will walk in that position and not hold on to something that is a lie because we would be embarrassed to admit it or feel, I have been this way so long, 
Why should I change? Can I just pause here for a second? Yes. That thing will keep you broke. That thing will keep you sick. That thing will keep you in the place of want because you've holding, you're holding on to something that you've had for so long. God is trying to change that. He wants us to trust him, not that thing of old. The spirit of confusion is designed to destroy lives, point blank, period. Our relationship with God and even with other people. So we need to understand how to overcome confusion. Hallelujah. We must spend time in the presence of God asking for the Holy Ghost to expose any area of confusion or compromise in our life. Glory yes, to God. Yes, Can I just um, go someplace else? There is something that when God reveals something to us yes. about us. Somebody say, me about me. Me about me. When God reveals something to us about us, we want to tell everybody else about themselves. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to show you something. God may have given um, a revelation about someone's situation. Can I just say, um, I'll just use anxiety as an example. God may have, have um, revealed, or you might have discerned, that somebody is acting this way because they're anxious. So you just declare to them, you're anxious, and nothing happens. Watch this. Many times when we start to declare what we see, we're missing the other half. God reveals so that you will pray. God doesn't reveal so that you will know and so you're able to tell other people. We want to be right, so I like telling your business to you. Austin, you're struggling because you're too tall. You're struggling because you eat too much. Now, was that did, did I just bless him? No. No. But but I'm blessed because I just I just told him what I knew. We have gotten to that place of wanting to tell everything that we know so that we can be right. But we we don't realize that we just create that place of confusion. Now, let me go back to the beginning of this message. Now, when we st we start talking about confusion between um, confusion, what it is that the opposite of confusion is peace. I'm going to go back to Austin here in a second. Austin, when I begin to tell you about yourself, because of all this knowledge that I have, and by the way, I may be right. Amen? Okay. I'm telling you all about yourself. You're too tall. You, you, you eat too much. Um, you, you're sloppy and all that kind of stuff. Did I just create confusion in your life? But I'm right. He was all of those things that I listed. All I did was create confusion. Because God is peace. Watch this. Same thing. Those same things. Now, Austin, I, I see that you, you're struggling. Um, can I pray for you? Okay, now he just said I can pray for him. Okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer prayer. 
okay? And I'm going to ask God to, to bless. Yes. I'm going to give you the same scenario. Watch this. Austin, I, I see you struggling in some areas. Can I pray for you? And this time he says, no. I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to walk, walk away. The other is that I'm going to pray for him as I'm walking. Father, I thank you for blessing Austin. Father, I, I see these, these areas of struggle, and I commit them to you. Here's the part that's important. I'm going to tell God. Can I go one more, please? Go ahead. See, the flesh gets something when it tells somebody else's business. So my flesh still wants it. Austin wouldn't let me tell him about himself, so i got to find something else. Sarah, um, guess what? Um, God gave me this about Austin, your son. You know, he's this, that, and the other thing. God just blessed. No, he didn't. <laughs> All you did was tell somebody's business that God trusted you with the information. Beloved, understand this, that when you tell other people's business to other people beside God, you create a, 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 an atmosphere of confusion. Yeah. Understand this, you tell because you want to feel better about yourself. God is the author of peace. Yes. And you will know this. Now, I, I, will, I will give you this um, uh, disclaimer. Your pastor is not included in that. You tell him everything. You should be blowing my phone up. Okay, because this is what I'm going to do in Jesus' name. I didn't catch none of that in the natural, but in the spirit, I released it all to God. We can't struggle with these things because relationships are, are, are not growing. Uh, uh, families are, are, are not being blessed. Remember we talked about weddings and, and funerals? Um, because there's something about family. Family knows who we really are. They see us. They remember us, and they'd be willing to tell us um, how we used to be. Thank you. Amen? Amen? Well, here it is. Families are the hardest to do the walk away. What? I wish I had some of your sisters and some of your brothers here. And I, I gave you some real examples. But they're hard to do the walk away because if we do walk away, we're not going to pray. Because we'll walk away and say this, she still get on my nerves. Oh, he make me sick. I'm in the right church because everybody's agreeing. But here's the part that, that's important is that when you walk, hallelujah, you walk and you're releasing to God. Yes, Come on, Pastor, we got to move on. Hallelujah. Let's go right to this one. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. Thank you, Lord. When we gather with other believers in praise, in worship, in prayer, in, in Bible study, a wrong and corrupt worldview 
wrong priorities, and fleshly interests begin to melt away. When we gather together with like-minded people in truth, there is good counsel. What are you talking about, Pastor? In other words, the scripture says this, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. One of the reasons why we can't grow in this area is because we're not connected with like-minded people. I'll say it. Sundays are not enough. It's not. We have to be able to congregate, come together um, with each other on a regular basis. Now, for, for those who are here um, in, in this physical place, I've heard uh, Natalie uh, offer um, lunch. You know, come on, I'm going over to um, Stacks. I'm coming over to the cafeteria after this. You want to go with me? Um, why is that important? Is because there is something about when the people get together. One, when people get together, it's usually in a peaceful way. Amen? Two, we begin to, to, to teach each other. I'm not talking about, okay, I'm going to open up the Bible. And, no, we're not talking about that. But we begin to teach each other love, patience. Kindness. These are the things that we need. Hallelujah. The Bible says this in Proverbs, the fourth chapter, around the 23rd verse. It says this Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. What are you talking about? You have to protect the heart. If you don't protect the heart, then. Um, I'll say it. If you don't protect the heart, then you, you will find yourself in a place of illness. There it is. Illness? Because when, when the scripture says out of it flows the issues of life, um, if you don't protect your heart by letting things into it that's not supposed to be there, you open yourself to illness. Somebody say spiritual illness. Spiritual illness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is trying to get something to us. And I'm, I'm going to wrap this up here. I'm going to wrap this up. We'll, we'll talk some more about this because this, this message is going into uh, what we're going to talk about next week, and that is the Holy Spirit. Um, but I want you to, to, to get this thing of getting through this, this confusion. Confusion. Last part. God provides for us um, wisdom. The scripture says that um, when we ask God for wisdom, he gives it in abundance. He gives it freely. He gives it, hallelujah, he, he pours it out on us when we ask. But we will never ask God for wisdom because we like being right. We like being right, but in order to, to, to get past this thing of confusion, we have to understand some things we're going to have to learn. Some things we're going to have to stop. Some things we're going to have to incorporate. But we're going to have to use godly wisdom in order to do it. The scripture says that he who lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally. There it is. Liberally. But you have to ask for it. 
If you don't ask for it, then he can't get That's one, and I'm going to end with this, is that God is trying to grow us. Um, but in order for God to grow us, our flesh have to die. Yes. Um, and one of the things that have to die is that I have to be right. Mm -hmm. That has to go. Has to go. Has to go. The other thing that has to go is like, well, all I said was, has to go. that has to go. But you don't understand. I didn't mean that. I meant this. Okay. But somebody got hurt in the process. Remember, God reveals so that you know how to pray. He shows you so you know how to pray. Many times people say, well, Pastor, I don't know what to, what to pray about. You know, or I get sleepy when I pray. I used to get sleepy. <laughs> okay, first verse for 10. I'm like, woo! Having trouble going to sleep? Pray. He's like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but sometimes God reveals things um, to you so that you would, would pray and release him to do. I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. Father, we thank you for showing up, Lord God. Now, Father, in the areas where you see confusion, Father, I thank you right now. Father, for delivering us. I thank you, Lord God, for doing the impossible, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that, uh, that we're going to take every thought and imagination captive in, in the name of Jesus. Please, Lord God, help us guard our hearts with all diligence so we will not be tossed to and fro. Father, we thank you for doing the miraculous and the impossible in our lives. Father, we thank you in advance for who you are. Now, Father, if we have been ones, Lord God, who've been, been in a place of confusion, Father, I thank you for healing us. I thank you for delivering us, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Father, if we've ever told people stuff um, to other people when you just wanted us to pray and release it to you. Lord God, Father, please forgive us. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing for us. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, we believe you in all things, and all things we give thanks, for you are a good God, and you do all things well. You don't make mistakes. So, Father, we thank you, and we believe you in all things. In Jesus' name we pray that everybody say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Um, I am very thankful for what God has, has given me for you. I'm very thankful that God is going to shake us and let some of these things go. He's going to shake us. And now I'm not talking about anything violent, but some things have to fall off of us so that we can be the true blessing to this, this world. God is going to do the impossible for us, but we have to be in the right position to do just that. Amen. Amen. Right now, we're going to move right into the offering. For those who are online with us, um, you can um, send your tithe and, and your offering to uh, Dollar Sign Impact Fellowship. For those who are here right now, um, we have an offering basket that you can place your offering in. Listen, God is, it, it, it takes a lot um, to, to grow. One of the things that we're going to do here, 
on this campus is that we're gonna we're gonna get out and we're gonna fellowship one with with another. Yeah. Um, they say, well, are we supposed to be doing things like feeding the poor and 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 all that kind of stuff? That stuff is good, but we have to build the connection with with the church. So we're gonna be doing some fellowship things one with another um, outside of here so that we can grow as a body. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, so right now, um, we're, I'm going to give the microphone over to um, Dr. Sarah. She's going to um, give us some other announcements. Yes. We um, just want to invite you, if you want to reach out, you can write uh, to Pastor Tony. Our PO box is uh, 154 in Middletown, PA. The, the uh, information is behind me. Email if you want to get Pastor Tony's attention separately and you can't do it today. Um, email him, myimpactfellowship at gmail.com, and he can um, connect with you that way. If you want to hear this word again about how to overcome confusion by avoidance, it'll be on our podcast, it'll be on our YouTube channel. You can, you can watch it on Instagram, Facebook again and again, because God is trying to get things to us, and we want to be in a right position uh, with him. Thank you. Let's dance our feet. Listen, this week, um, as you um, go on, ask God to show you where there's confusion. Can I be honest? That's the hardest thing you will do this week. Ask God to show you where there is confusion. Now, the next hardest thing that you're going to have to do is walk away. But we're here, you know, feel free to blow our, blow our phones up um, if you need some help. Um, but your walk away is going to be very key to your peace. There should not be stress. Can I just share this um, real quick? Um, there should not be stress because people are stressful. I'm going to give you an example of stress. Um, finals time come to, comes around. Amen? And... You start hearing people saying, oh, I'm so stressed. I'm so, I can't believe it. I got this, I got this. And then before you know it, you're saying the same thing. That's confusion. That's not for you. And even if you didn't prepare like you should have, release it to God. Father, this is where I'm at. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I need your grace and your mercy. I like that. Why is this important? Because many times, sometimes we mess up. Amen? I have put my shoe in my mouth so many times, but I need grace and mercy. Understand this, beloved, is that we have to know what's needed. Marissa's not going to have all of the answers. Laura's not going to have all of the answers. Rose is not going to have all of the answers. Owen's not going to have all of the answers. But God will. So sometimes we're going to be unprepared. There's grace and there's mercy. There ought not be confusion. But let me go back. When we allow other people around us, because that's where they live, to that, that affect us, Beloved, you should not declare stress over your life. I'm so stressed out. I'm so stressed out. The reason why you're stressed is because you won't release it to God. 
If you're declaring uh, a stressful situation, it should be declared during your prayer time. But what is prayer time? Prayer time is the time you open your mouth. is 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 not a um, uh, uh, is not a, a time that's just set aside, but it's the time of the darkness. When you feel that thing of stress coming, release it to God. Father, this is what I'm feeling. And watch him remove it. Amen? Amen. Okay, listen, listen, we've had a great time this week. As we say here at Impact, have a great week in God on purpose. God bless you, everybody. Listen, this message was awesome. God is trying to, to teach us so much. And if you haven't uh, gotten everything, I want you to capture this one. That walk away. Sometimes you just got to walk away and let God do it. He doesn't need us to do it. He just needs us to pray. God bless you.